Whoa there. Ah, fuck. Whoa there. Whoa there. Welcome to another episode of Whoa There Podcast. My name is Marcelo, and I don't know what I'm going to do without you, pal, when you step out for a couple weeks. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, let me tell you, I'm Adrian, and I'm going to have a, a surgery, and I, every single day, about every hour, I think, no, I don't need to. I could cancel. <laughs> Just out of pure fear for no reason. Yeah. Because uh, I'm scared of everything. Definitely. Maybe that's my intro. Hi, I'm Adrian. I'm scared of everything. <laughs> That's your second intro. <laughs> yeah, my second intro. <laughs> What's up, brother? How are you? Oh my god. Um, I'm great. I'm great. Uh, you know, I think I always say I'm stressed, but I'm good. I'm probably less stressed. No, I'm I'm more stressed, but more good. Sure. Hey, look at hey that. how about that? <laughs> um, what about you? What about how you been? Well, I woke up on this uh, normal Sunday morning. That's not a special holiday at all, as far as I'm concerned. Hey, honestly, I completely forgot until you said I was just like two days off of work. It's just July 4th. Yesterday was July 3rd. Tomorrow's July 5th. It's what it is. Yeah, let's not put the date before the month. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I woke up this morning thinking about um, about nationalism and um, this idea that... Um, Ursula K. Le Guin uh, presented in her novel, uh, The Left Hand of Darkness, which is basically like a sci-fi novel about this human who goes to visit this genderless planet and tries to get them to join this like United Nations type of deal, like where all these other, all these other planets, um, you know, help each other out through trade and through like right. invention so and like stuff the like Guardians that. of the Galaxy. I don't know that that is what they do. <laughs> I, don't, it's, it's, I don't think it's actually what they do, though. I'm sure that somewhere in that universe, there's probably some sort of space treaty like that. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Sure. Basically, at one point uh, in the book, um, the author talks about the um, the genderless planet's hesitancy to join the treaty because they're um, because they have a strong sense of nationalism. But basically, in this like universe or whatever, nationalism is actually like um, fear based. Like, if you're a nationalist, it's because you're scared of other people. Basically, like nationalism is xenophobia. Oh, okay. Um, okay, is that not is that not kind of already what it is? Yeah, yeah, de de definitely. Um, you know? So I've been thinking about that idea that you know, nationalism is xenophobia and being afraid of other countries and other cultures and stuff. So I, I don't know, I guess American nationalism is so goofy and I guess that's where my head has been today is just thinking about that type of stuff. That's where my head is every goddamn day, man. <laughs> I, I feel like a fucking clown just thinking about how fucking foolish this entire country is with zero means to do anything about it because it's not like going to Canada is much better. You got fools and like, okay, let, let's really briefly mention the um, not one. I don't even think not two. Several mass graves have now been found for indigenous children in Canada. Oh, yeah. And there's yeah, yeah. a there's just as much a debate between whether or not people should be celebrating Canada Day because Canada is just as fucked up. So that being said, all of these 
uh, you know, quote unquote. I don't even want to go quote unquote, but like all of these nations that people would want to say like, oh, you know, you don't like America. Why don't you just move back? First of all, I was born here. I don't got shit to go where else. <laughs> where am I going to go? Canada? Because they're just as fucked up. Where am I going to go to the UK? I don't think they get me. <laughs> I also don't want to eat their food. Um, no, you guys, I just fucking hate it. Like I have to just be here living this life where we live in a country where, uh, People who join the military then think that they, I owe them everything. And if I don't, then they're not going to go to war for me. And I didn't want them to. Yeah, and then people who sign up for the military and go to war to fight for freedoms or whatever then come home and demand 10% off everywhere they go. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, is it not enough that the government carries you for everything? Is it not enough that you, okay, you know, this is going to have to get cut because this is just me ranting and this is not this is too much but <laughs> you know like it's not enough that you're getting married to get paid more money is it not enough that oh, like yeah. you know you leave an entire like broken family at home so you can go cheat on them in england um, what it is. and then they can harass the regular society <laughs> while you're gone and mad and be like do you know how much my husband sacrifices <laughs> it's like, yes he's sacrificing you know, any time sacrifice. with you because he hates you <laughs> jesus christ oh man um, to anybody out there on this July 4th asking, you know how much I sacrifice? The answer to that question is no, and I don't fucking care. Shut yeah. up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, man. Swabbing America's asshole. I do miss working at a job where when people would ask me if, or when people would mention working in the military, I could literally just ignore it. Like, I could just be like, okay, well, I can keep fucking folding these clothes. At your job now, do you have to, like, give them a discount or something? No, like, they get uh, they get shit through, like, they have special programs for them, and there's avenues that I just take for them, and it's not necessarily like I'm making a discount or they're getting a discount. It's literally just a separate program. But it matters. Entirely. Uh, that, yes, it matters. What's worse is, like, all of the trainers, every, I've had, um, like, five different sets of trainers at this point um having been with the company for a little bit and every trainer is like anytime they mention their military you have to thank them for their service (laughs) 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 they're like you know they sacrifice a lot and i'm just like you know and at this point I, I'm still on like the calls trying to get fools transferred over and people will be like, I'm in the military and I still do the thing where I'm like, okay, well moving on. <laughs> like I don't do, I can't. And the worst part is that would help me. Cause at least that would buy me time where I'm not really actually thinking and they're not thinking and they're just on the phone long enough for me to transfer them. Yeah. Cause that's what I'm doing right now. But it's fucking like, I still can't do it. They'll be like, well, you know, like I got, uh, I was in the military and I'm just like, oh, okay. So your, um, address is, (laughs) I could be buying time. I could say, thank you so much for your service. And they could go on about it. But no, Uh, I still refuse to thank them. Yeah. I don't want to hear about how, ugh, no. (laughs) No. See, I'm just going to check a little box and push on. There's a, uh, I I have a few, I, I guess we'll get into uh, okay, so one time, one time I was at work, and um, this person was like, "Hey, do you guys do military discount?" 
I said, no, we don't, sorry. And he goes, all right, no worries. We're just going to be the ones who have to defend you when the invasion comes. <laughs> and you're going to remember that dude who gave you 10% off it. Whoa, there. And say, I'm fighting for him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Um, First of all. Let's see. And you won't actually. There was, you know, more likely the guy who comes in to to hose down peaceful protesters. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! There was a. There's another time when uh, this this old guy went up to one of my uh, one of my coworkers and he was like, "Hey man, like, where are you from?" And he was like, "Oh, I'm from here." And he's like, "No, no, no, no. Where are you from?" <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, oh. my mother's. He goes, I'm from Vietnam, and he goes, oh, Vietnam, I've been there. And then you know, my coworker is like, yeah, I've been there too. It was nice. And then he goes, oh, it wasn't nice when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't nice when I was getting fucked up by the Viet Cong. That's what it is. Shout out guerrilla warfare. <laughs> yeah. First of all, it wasn't nice when the Americans had to retreat because they lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no. Uh, uh, what what do they call what they did? That they called it. They they called it. Uh, they retreated. Is that what it is? They, like yes, they said that they retreated or like they pulled their troops out, but they never lost the war. Yeah, in Evil Geniuses, uh, Kurt Anderson uses some wording that was like, uh, yeah, something like that. Which also sidebar. I know that we talk. We're not doing read a fucking book this week, but. We did talk about Evil Geniuses by Kurt Anderson last week. I am six chapters into it. It is very, very good. Um, the book is all about political economics. Um, so not economics, right? Uh, that's like the difference between like weather and climate. So where economics is like, you know, jobs and money and inflation and all that type of stuff. And then political economics are the social forces that work with or against um, the economy. Um, yeah, that book is all about political economics. Very, very interesting. Cannot recommend it enough. Super good. Uh, anyways, on with the show. <laughs> yeah, that, that that book is so fucking good. Also, um, just just read them both. Read Fantasyland, then read Evil Geniuses. Do it. It's, it's a lot to read, but it's it's a, it's worth it. But it uh, it wouldn't be uh, the start of an episode without wrapping up a few loose ends from last week. Um, so I'll oh, yeah. go ahead and just start by saying um, last Sunday when we recorded, we each had three or four drinks before noon when we sat down to record that morning. And the first half of that episode is pretty tight. And then once you get into the back half, then no clue. It's <laughs> it starts to get a little random and uh, yeah, a little a little loose, if you will. Um, so I guess the first thing that I want to say is that um, I, Tanya, had nothing to do with that story about winning free drinks. I've been to And I don't know why we spent so much time there. <laughs> You know, listening back when I was editing it, um, I was definitely like, you didn't mention I, Tanya until this second. Here, I know. So I really don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Hey, but you know, it's all right. 
Um, there was like our one last thing turned into like seven last things to talk about. Our one last thing we were talking about Pokemon cards, and I told you a story about Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but also I I I didn't really mess with Pokemon cards. Like I would be playing Yu-Gi-Oh, so that was as relevant as a story to my mind. My <laughs> brain said, "Yeah, this is exactly where this conversation goes." Um, I have a I have a random loose end. Um. Last week, I forgot to say, uh, fuck Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> fuck her and uh, fuck America right now. So. Oh, and you know, we last Both. week we uh, we did goof and we forgot to shout out our friends uh, Tyreek and Carlos from the Black Sushi podcast. Uh, thanks so much to them for being on you know, the third episode of our show. Uh, can't say enough good things about them. Be sure to check out Black Sushi on Spotify. Apple Podcasts and the Spotify app, but uh, Love those oh episodes. yeah, and then also uh, I said my favorite season of Dex. You were talking about your favorite season of Dexter was the Trinity Killer one, mm-hmm. and I said yeah, my favorite season is the Trinity Killer one too, and I definitely meant to say the Doomsday Killer, who is the biblical. Oh, you're right, because we were talking about Trinity Killer, um, but you were talking about Doomsday Killer, who was the Four Horsemen. That's right. It's okay. Like I said, I skimmed Dexter, so I knew what you meant, but I also didn't know what you meant. <laughs> and then uh, lastly, during my story about the guy named Smiley with the neck tattoo, I said that I had a vodka soda and a tequila soda because the tequila soda was made on accident. And somebody ordered a vodka sunrise, and I got a vodka soda. The vodka soda is a drink I ordered on purpose. Somebody ordered a tequila sunrise and was brought a tequila soda on accident that's how i ended up with those drinks nobody cares about any of these things it's just what it is i was gonna say what well i'm glad that we got the menu right (laughs) (laughs) that smiley story was a great one because it's like how would you feel if i just punched you in the pussy (laughs) (laughs) and you said great Dude, said I'd love that. I uh, I don't really go back and listen to our episodes after they're up because um, I'll I'll go back and tweak them nonstop, much like Kanye West did after he released the Life of Pablo. Yeah, three versions by next Friday. Um, but that's one that I've got to go back and clean up a little bit. Um, that that being said, uh, I, I listened to that episode again last night all the way through, and I was like, this one is actually, is is this kind of good? <laughs> oh, yo, that one was hilarious. That was, that was a great one. I uh, I think that that man is comedy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should go out with him again, but you might get hurt. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, sure. This was this was a fun week, dude, because because uh, I saw you twice outside of the podcast. Yeah, actually, super rare occurrence. Um, that first Monday, Tuesday, that was literally like the first time I'd been to a bar in a minute. So that was that was fun. It was wild. Hell yeah, to say the least. Uh, yeah, uh, Tuesday night was uh, guys' night at Novo in the Otay Ranch Mall. We were joined by our pal Caro. Uh, shout out Caro. We know you're out there listening, lifting them weights. Um, and uh, yeah, man, it, I I'd never hung out with Caro uh, outside of you know where I met him, uh, and so it, it was good to see him, you know, in the wild, uh, you know, have a few drinks. Um, 
something that was really rad was um, at the end of the night, Caro's girlfriend, who works at the bar that we were at, uh, came by our table and was like, the best part of working tonight was hearing your table laugh louder than everybody in the restaurant. And that feels awesome to just know that, yes, we are still the same loud assholes everywhere we go. <laughs> yeah. Still causing as many problems a pandemic and a half later. It's not over yet, but uh, we still act like we're 22 about to get kicked out of PB. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, it just, it's all the same. Oh, dude. Um, I, it was brought to my attention that uh, the second time that we got went out, because I was saying like, I don't know, man, I still woke up drunk. And then uh, Jenna was like, yeah, it's because we're old. And I was like, fuck, that is why. <laughs> that is why, because I didn't drink that much. I shouldn't have been like sitting at my computer trying to take calls like, fuck, hello. <laughs> hello, this is Adrian. Here's the callback number. Where am I? <laughs> uh, the crazy part about that 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 bar novo is that like once they get to their last call, they encourage you to order more than one drink, and then they bring you plastic cups for you to sit outside on the patio with. Yeah, straight up, they're like, "No, please take it outside. Please get more. Just get out of my house." It's like a literal embodiment of that song, "Closing Time." It's, I don't know where you're going, but you can't stay here. <laughs> And you know what? It's amazing because they really don't care where you go after. You could literally go right outside and the mall security will just drive past you um, slowly. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the most threatening thing that happens. Oh, man. I mean, obviously you were out in the parking lot. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there. No, nah, I'm just teasing. Um, but uh, this is kind of funny. I was telling you and Caro a story on Guys Night. And the story got interrupted and I was like, oh, it's cool. I'll save it for the podcast. But then I saw you again on Friday night and I was like, oh, I'll tell Adrian the story now. And then it got interrupted again. And so I was like, all right, no worries. I'll just save it for the podcast. And last night I was looking at my notes and I was like, oh, yeah, that story that I was going to tell Adrian. What was it again? Like for <laughs> Does your notes just say that story you're going to tell Adrian? I have Adrian picking up the tab, which I guess I wasn't going to mention, but then I just did. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Carl's girlfriend hearing us laugh, which I already talked about. And then I have telling a story about, and that's it. That's the end of the note. <laughs> you really gotta go more in depth man i'm telling you you're like i know you don't want to write the joke out but fuck write the joke i out. got interrupted writing the joke on the notes oh. too <laughs> you were like i'll tell him later and you're typing it and then you completely forgot um you know though shout out to Didi for coming in to boys night um and uh just handling whatever dumb shit we were talking about <laughs> yeah shout out deeds you know, um yeah. You know, it was funny. Caro and his cousin came into my work and I was, you know, talking with Caro and Caro introduced me to his cousin and um, Caro was like, oh, dude, I really like the podcast. And his cousin's like, oh, you do a podcast? I said, yeah, it's called Whoa There. You should check it out. He's like, yeah, definitely. And I hadn't seen Caro since that day. And Caro told us like, oh, my cousin listened to all your guys' episodes and 
we were like, what do you think? And he was like, well, he said that it was triggering because he's a conservative. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, this kid's go ahead. This kid is like, I hate it, but I'm going to keep listening to every second. Yeah, when he when he was like, well, at one point they were talking about I stand with Palestine, and I just didn't know what to say. <laughs> well, it's not an interview, my guy, so you don't got to say anything back. The only right thing to say is, me too. Zionism is a lie. But um, but so the story that I was going to tell you is that uh, I was out sun last Sunday after I left your house. And I went to Crazy Burger with Lil Chef. And we're sitting uh, outside drinking beers and stuff, hanging out. And she goes, hey, uh, you know that Filipino girl that you used to work with? And I'm like, I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> and she goes, oh, she's walking over this way. And I turn around, and it is my old roommate, Mia, from uh, my house in South Park. And she is walking with my old roommate brian and and they came with a sock full of nickels and they beat the shit out of me <laughs> uh. <laughs> no but uh but yeah so uh, you know i hadn't seen them since I, I moved out of the house and so you know we're just standing there talking um catching up and they're like hey we're gonna be over at red wing if you want to have a drink with us you know, I was like, yeah, for sure. So, you know, we, we closed out at, at, at Crazy Burger, walked over to Red Wing, and they were doing karaoke in Red Wing. And I was like, are you guys going to sing? And they're like, yeah, we're already signed up. And so I was like, all right, then I guess I'm signing up to sing, too. And I signed up and sang You and I by Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, dude, it, it, um, I don't know. Karaoke, karaoke is hilarious. First of all, just the idea of singing songs for strangers. It's not that weird if you're there with a group of people, right? But when you look over and you see like the one old guy drinking a beer by himself and then they call the name, you know, all right, do we have a Chuck in here? And then the lone old guy stands up and goes to sing. And it's like you're not singing for your friends; you're just singing to sing. <laughs> yeah, he wants he wants to sing with an audience. Um, you know, I have like a weird relationship with karaoke. Uh, have you done karaoke? In, no, I don't like to do it because I think it's really cringy. Um, I have a fear of singing in front of other people. Uh, also, like I don't know, and I don't know if you know this, but in uh, Filipino families, karaoke is a huge thing. No, had no idea. Like. Okay, so like usually at like a, a, a party, and I only know this from going to my friends' parties. My family wasn't like this. So this is why I th I'm very uncomfortable with the idea of karaoke. Probably because you hate um, yourself or something. Also, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a big reason. That's the secondary part. Uh, but yeah, so basically at like the family parties, like everyone's there, and then at some point in the night, uh, they just have the karaoke machine going, like for hours, and they're all just singing. Uh, like a mix of, I don't know. You know, it's kind of interesting because they all would always have songs in like Tagalog, and it's like, where did you get your karaoke? Machine? 
to have those songs. Yeah. Because that's cool. But like, what the heck? You all got it at the same place and they're all bilingual. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. Um, yeah. So I actually avoid all spaces with karaoke machines for the fear that I'll be forced to go up there. Uh, so bars, uh, if it's a vibe night, you guys want to do karaoke, count me the hell out. <laughs> None of it. Um, I've been actually at hangouts and people are like, yeah, we're doing karaoke next. I'm like, oh, I'm going home next. <laughs> so karaoke is a good people watch. You know what I mean? Like it, I, I start dying from the secondhand embarrassment. And the worst part is I'm actually not embarrassed from their secondhand embarrassment. I'm just judging them. So that's where I start to go home. Cause I'm like, I'm just being mean. There was there. Well, there's a pretty rad, um, there's a pretty rad karaoke bar on Washington called the lamplighter. And I've had a few good hangs there. And one time I like, I mean, I've been there a few times. Like there's a time when I was there, this guy sang creep by the band Radiohead. And when he started his performance, he uh, went behind like a curtain, like a, they have like a projector with like the logo for the lamplighter on it. The guy went behind. He performed, the, performed. What's up? He performed basically. Well, yeah, the guy went behind the projector screen and sang to where like it was just his feet facing out towards the audience. Does that, does that make sense? <laughs> He said, I am a creep. <laughs> there was another. Yeah, no, I would I would have to go at that point. I would no longer. And this is me being scared of everything. But I'd be like, yeah, this guy's not. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> there was a, there's another time when I was there. This girl was singing Sweet Child of Mine by the band Guns N' Roses. And when the guitar solo hit, the DJ hit her with a fade out. And he was like, all right, everybody give it up for sarah or whoever and sarah looks at the dj and he goes i wasn't done yet and the guy goes yeah but you weren't fun to watch (laughs) (laughs) i wish i had that much courage in any space man i wish i was just that confident in telling people no (laughs) <laughs> hey, but I wish though also that even though she got faded out, she said "fuck that" and just started to sing the guitar solo. <laughs> <laughs> like that would have been the best. Like even he's if he was like, you know, you're not that fun to watch. He's like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh She's my like, goodness! I got this. Don't fucking worry. It's kind of like that scene in Step Brothers where Adam Scott tells his wife when she's singing, he's like, "Oh my god, you don't even look cute while you're singing." <laughs> He's like, you're fucking flat. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even look cute when you're <laughs> That scene is fucking hilarious. Oh. It's one of the probably one of the best scenes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, dude. Um so uh I have a I have a don't be like my friend here. All right, let's hear it. All right, hang on, let me find that button. Guys, don't be like my friend here. After you left guys night, Caro and I walked in the same direction. Uh, into the parking lot because we'd parked near each other. And while we were walking, we saw this couple coming out of another restaurant and they were both fucking hammered, dude. Like, they're like both stumbling and uh, it is a guy and a girl. And the guy like picks up the girl and he's like trying to carry her. Like, kind of crazy. Like, uh, 
like the way you would carry like like not a piggyback ride but he's like literally like trying to carry her like her legs are wrapped around his front does that make sense oh like a piggyback ride but on the front she's yeah. dead weight yeah so um they're walking together and then the guy trips and they both fall and the woman hits her head on the cement and so now like dude like people from all around the parking lot that are all like just like hanging out which is kind of weird that there are all these delinquents around in the parking lot <laughs> is it really all, i mean well all of a sudden dude there's like you know, a circle of like eight to ten people all surrounding this couple. Everyone is screaming, "Call nine one one! Call nine one one!" And dude, like the oh, sorry about that, Miss Cleo. Cleo said, "I'm calling nine one one." So, uh, yeah, man, like a fire truck came, an ambulance fucking came. They took her away. It was it was insane. So, uh, if you're drunk and you're with your sig other and you start to think like, oh, maybe I should carry her. How about you don't? Guys, you shouldn't carry my friend here. (laughs) Or him, whoever your partner is. Yeah. No genders. If you're, if you're carrying somebody, don't be fucking drunk. How's that? (laughs) If you plan on picking somebody up, don't be so fucked up that you need to be carried too. You said oh, they're both damn. stumbling, and he said, "Yeah, I'll hold you." Dude, it was insane. It was, it is the craziest thing I've ever fucking seen. Something yeah, not that sick happened um, oh. on Wednesday. Um, I I had little chef over. We're watching the Clippers game. It was uh, game six of the Western Conference Finals, and the Clippers got smacked, and. Once again, dude, I just like, I don't know, man. I, 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 I always think like oh, I'm making progress towards like being a normal human being. And then like my sports team loses and I don't speak for three hours. Do you know what I mean? Like, Where is your just, dirt bag? that is literally what I was going to say. It's like, I'm just a fucking dirt bag. Like I, I, I am no growth. But then my sports team loses and then I'm just mad man mm. not mad like just fucking like just don't talk to me like just leave me alone like i can't but like she's like like the game's over she's like are you hungry i'm like no dude i'm not hungry <laughs> <laughs> you threw a th- like a three hour long tantrum i'm not unfamiliar with those i know <laughs> i know folks who have those myself maybe some other people you know, you know like they're gets like some sometimes I'm like leaning forward with my like my knee my head between my knees like just kind of like <sighs> and she's like rubbing my back she's like it's all right and I'm like it's not all right <laughs> <laughs> she's rubbing my back <laughs> you know what I mean like I don't I don't I don't know even what like what consoling I need Lord knows I need it uh, but like I I you just don't know why. I just need the like, yeah, it sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, you're right. That you know they shouldn't have, like, you know, fuck that team that beat them or what? Like, I need those. I don't need like. Well, there's next year. Fuck next year. Next year are gonna be worse than they were this year. 
<laughs> well, you got a nice back rub. That's <laughs> yeah, what it is. Which is honestly maybe sadder. <laughs> Shout out physical touch. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't. I would just be like, I don't know. I don't get mad when oh, I don't like sports. Hey, maybe, uh, maybe that's my little story. Actually, that's a nice segue. I don't know anything about sports, but I do. But I don't. <clears throat> um, so I was uh, talking to a coworker. And he's in the, some of us are remote, some of us are in the office. So he's in the office. They have like sports games playing all day. In the chats, they're always like, Suns and four. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Suns and five, Suns and six. I'm like, who? <laughs> are they ever coming? <laughs> like, how many minutes? <laughs> Anyways, um, so he's like, Yeah, are you watching the game? And I was like, Oh, uh, no, I can't like dial and like watch TV. Like, it's, it's just distracting to me. But he's like, yeah, it's great. It's great. And I was just like, yeah, but like, you know, um, I'm keeping up. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, did you see that? They just won. They just won. And I was like, on the internet, real quick, I was like, who is playing right now? <laughs> <that> game? <laughs> it, was, uh, it was soccer. It was Italy. Oh, word, 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 word. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I really don't know. I thought this was a little bit more American. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I thought that I was being dumb and missing a basketball or I thought it was a baseball game because it was like, I don't know. Baseball's been going on. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I figured I was being dumb and like missing some like fucking Cardinal game or something because, you know, we're based out of Arizona. So I, I thought like he was talking about that. But I was like, oh, is, who cares? It's fucking soccer. But it's not even soccer. It's football. It, listen, brother, I don't I don't take pride in this, but I just got to tell you that the Arizona Cardinals are the football team. Oh, the Diamondbacks yeah. are the baseball team there. I know, I know. We don't got to spend time on it, but... <laughs> See, ball is life. <laughs> You're goddamn right. Oh, dude. Um, what are you listening to lately, man? Um, I wish I had an answer. The silence... In my brain, the sound of electricity. There we go. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've been trying to... Actually, I've been listening to the songs that influence me because um, being that I'm going to go into surgery, I'm going to have some time off. Uh, so I just kind of figured, like, why don't I just make music because I'm not going to have shit to do other than sit and walk around for a little bit. Right. Um, so I've been listening to random things, uh, a little bit of Death Cab for Cutie we've got. Um I've been listening to, I guess, newer, uh, newer singers. Um, there's this, there's this young man named Ryan Beatty. He's got a nice little voice, good songs. Uh, so he's got nice melody, which I would, if I could sing, maybe I wish I could sing like him. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm just trying to rebuild my creative juices, but nothing new. Nice. Nothing worth noting. Nice. Oh, hey, um. Did you listen to the new Tyler album? Because I did. Tyler, the creator? Yes, Yes, sir. yes, I have. I've listened to it. Uh, I listened to it more last week than I did this week. But uh, I did the one listen through and like, I uh, I don't know. I, I like that it's kind of old. Yes. Sounding. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I like, I like that it, it he took all of these new ideas and shit he learned as a producer and went almost back to his old, like, it feels... Like, uh, I don't, I don't even know if it feels like Goblin or Bastard, but it feels somewhere there. 
Yeah, I don't, uh, I mean, I didn't start listening to Tyler, the creator, until he put out Flower Boy, and uh, I don't go back and listen to the records before that one, so I've really only been on his, like, newer stuff, but, uh, but yeah, man, I, I, I think that it's a really cool record. Butt-lecker! Uh, okay. It's, I'm just, I'm just a scene just like queen. I'm just a scene queen. It's what it is. You know, I, I don't, I guess. Fine, uh, I don't like. Won't air. Is that what you want to hear? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just going to say you're literally just a white person. Because that's um, basically, if you weren't a white person that liked rap, you didn't like Tyler in his bastard goblin uh, wolf era. Yeah. Um, and then if you were a white kid, yeah, yeah, you came on in Flower Boy. If you were a white kid who did like rap, you probably listened to him back then. Too. Yeah. Uh, myself, uh, I've been listening to, um, this is kind of crazy. I, I was driving around the other day with, um, do you ever do this? Do you just hit shuffle all on the songs on your phone? Oh, all the time. And I always hit skip, 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 <laughs> skip, 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 skip till I find the actual vibe I'm looking for. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I was driving around just with my songs on shuffle and a song by this band called the hotelier came on and i was like what the fuck is this and i went into my library and i saw that i had their whole record and i was like when the fuck did this get here and uh yeah man it, it's uh it's like a melodic uh melodic hardcore type of screamo band um think like touche amore title fight um Maybe some of like the heavier bits of like the early Copeland records. Um, it's like like true emo, man. Like it's very very good. It came out in 2014. The record that I'm listening to, it's called uh, "Home Like No Places There." Um, yeah, uh, shout out the Hotelier, Hotelier. Look at this Hotelier. Uh, I don't fucking know what say. The name sounded so familiar that I went back to look for it uh, in Wikipedia. It's uh, it's. It's they brought attention to the emo revival scene through that album that you're speaking. Oh, of. really? Mm -hmm. According to Wikipedia, hey, so, rad. You know, God's God's word. Yes, absolutely. Well, edited like it. Feel me? <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Constantine. It's what it is. Let's do one last thing. One, one, last, one, one last, last thing. thing. The last last thing. thing. Last week, I finished a book called Less Than Zero by Brett Easton Ellis, and that book takes place in Los Angeles, and ever since I finished that book, I have been jonesing for a trip to Los Angeles. What say you, guy? You trying to go to fucking Beetle House? Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, that place is great. Is it still open? Did the pandemic get it? Yeah. Last time, uh, my one last thing is... Um, don't don't go to Beetle House and smoke hookah after because you will throw up in the middle of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa.